All right, we're live on Twitch. And if you are listening to the recording in the near future, yeah, we stream live on Twitch and probably YouTube. So check the bio for those links. That way you can participate in the show. Mm, that sounded nice, didn't it? Only if it was a Red Bull. How fucking cool is this can, though? I'm gonna laugh if it tastes like shit. It probably will. That's why they put Sonic on there. I mean, it's not the best energy drink I've ever tasted. It actually smells better than it tastes. Mm. Mm. Sort of tastes part cough syrup, part Sonic's tears. But uh, we'll see how it goes. Oh, that's that's the taste. Peach rings. That's what I smell. Doesn't necessarily taste like it, though. Cool. We got some people in the chat already. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Episode. We're on episode 22. Can you believe we've done 22 episodes? No. So episode 22, Attack on Titan, season one, part two. As I said at the beginning, follow me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash the Romeo Stone. That is where we're doing all of our live recording sessions. You get to watch us live, unedited, uncut, all that great shit. And we're eventually going to be streaming to YouTube as well. Uh, join the Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok and leave that five star review on Spotify or whatever platform that you are using and leave us a voicemail or send us an email if you have any kinds of questions, suggestions, dad jokes, fart jokes, send it to us. And as always, our logo is made by Blue Room Media. Reach out to them for all of your arts inquiries. Ask for Brandon and just tell him that we sent you. My vo- my text to voice thing is freaking out right now. I just read this message in a super high pitch. But uh, black black twenty nine fox. That's Dylan. Pocket. Uh, what anime should I start on? I've seen Sword Art online, but it's been years. But oh. I'd like to get into it. So, what would you say for like a amateur anime watcher? Wait, he has seen Sword Art online. Yes. That's a good one. So it's the only one. And that's an odd one to start with, too. Like, that's so good, though. Like, most people's gateways into anime is, like, obviously, like, people our age, Dragon Ball Z or, like, Sailor Moon or something like that. Yeah. Anything that was on Toonami. But as a beginner anime, honestly, if you're wanting something a little bit serious, I would start with Attack on Titan. Yeah, or if you want something, you know, like what we just did on the Rising Shield Hero. It's very that. close to Sword Art Online. That that's actually perfect. So if you want, I, okay, either the Rising of the Shield Hero or Attack on Titan are perfect beginner animes. Like they're very pristine. Their audio is perfect. Music, the subs or dubs are are great in both of those shows. Or My Hero Academia is a good one. Yeah, I would recommend My Hero to someone who grew up watching like Dragon Ball Z. It's more of like the Shonen yeah. Jump style. Or wanting to do old school, obviously, I'm going to say Inuyasha. Yeah, hope that answers your question, Dylan. It's very close to my heart. Dope. Yeah, check him out. Write him down. Report back to me. I'm going to have to turn the voice to text off because she's screaming is, at you. She really is. Every now How and then I, I have to like reset it, uh, the voice, because it, it just spazzes out. So I'm going to go ahead and. Close that, and I'll just have to keep an eye on the chat. 
Uh, episode six, the world the girl saw, the struggle for trust, part two. I know we were joking about this last week, but there is, it might be this one, but this bitch goes all the way up to part eight. You know, like we were uh, joking oh. about all the so-and-so part blah. Yeah, because I didn't think they did that. And then I was watching the episode as I paid attention this time. And I'm like, oh, it does really say part two. I guess we one. just never paid attention to like the titles. No. We usually just skip through that shit. Yeah, the struggle for Tross goes all the way up to like part eight or nine or something like that. But we'll, we'll finish it out. All right. Armin tries to cope with the loss of his friends and allies after Titans massacre his squad. Elsewhere in the city, Mikasa manages to take out several of the monsters, which brings back tragic memories of her past and the first time she met Aaron. Aww. They're little fucking serial killers. Um, She only killed one person, so. In the making. Serial killers in the making. Especially Aaron. And I forgot mm. all about this scene. Technically, aren't they all? Because they're killing giant people. They don't know that yet. They just think they're kind of well, monster I mean, humanoids. Not all of them are people, but they look like people. So I forgot all about this scene altogether until we started watching these episodes back. But he is a little fucking psychopath. Yeah. His father tells him to go wait, blah, 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 somewhere. But like, he just sees, like, he, he's never met Mikasa. So, like, it's not tethered to anything, really, besides the injustice, you know, in the he's world. He's born to be killer. Yeah. It comes naturally to him. It's no big deal. I feel like his brother's the same way, but, like, that's fucking way down the line. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, we're not going to get into that, so, mm -hmm. you know. Don't want to fuck up the continuity. But yeah, Armin awakes to find himself surrounded by Connie Springer, Krista Lenz, and Ymir. As, am I on the right notes, by the way? Cool. All right. Just wanted to make sure. As Amir heads back to the regards, he blames himself for not being strong enough to save Aaron. I've watched so much Attack on Titan today that I'm getting everything mixed up. Like, as far as the timeline goes. Uh, meanwhile, an abnormal titan approaches the city city's exit gate, which is crowded by refugees. Once Mikasa kills the abnormal titan, she threatens a greedy merchant holding cargo to let the refugees pass first. So this guy, there's like one exit for everybody to get behind the next wall for safety. And this dude is trying to push his cart of merchandise through and not let anybody else through until it's pushed through. Yeah, it's essentially stuck. Yeah, yeah, it's it's too big to get through the little pathway. And he's refusing to move it back because if he does, he'll lose all of his shit and all of his money and all of his merchandise. But he's he's literally holding hundreds of these people up and like they're about to become Titan food if it wasn't for Mikasa killing that Titan before it got to him. And like it clearly like came inches away from touching the first person. And then she threatened his life. That scene was so badass. She she's a bad bitch in that scene. So after she is thanked by a mother and daughter, 
I, I thought that was pretty sweet. The, the, the yeah. daughter was like looking at her like a like a hero or something like that. And the only thing she does is she does like the soldier thing to the heart. It's pretty cool. I'm going to start doing that work every time I help somebody. Yeah. It's been an honor. <laughs> this bitch is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going here again. So she's thanked by the mother and daughter. Mikasa has a flashback in the year 844, a year before the fall of Walmaria. Mikasa was targeted by three slave traders who murdered her parents in a struggle. So to kind of break that down, uh, the whole reason they were trying to abduct her and her mom was because they are oriental. So like they're a rare race i guess there and for reasons we'll sort of figure out like way down the road but their race is rare and they were going to steal them and basically put them into human trafficking circles and essentially they're going to sell them to um royalty like that's like their kink or something like that but they're going to sell them off as slaves Oh, yeah, I'm going to buy me an oriental bitch today. So weird. And no one questions, like, why? Why why are these, why is this race, you know, so rare? Well, you bitches are about to find out here in a couple years. So after Grisha and Aaron discover the corpses uh, while making a visit, Aaron secretly tracks down these slave traders to a nearby hut and killed two of them in an attempt to save Mikasa. However, the third slave trader appeared and began uh, strangling Aaron. Encouraged by Aaron, Mikasa overcomes her fear and gains resolve to kill the third slave trader. And we're not talking about just like a regular, eh, you're dead. This little psychopath Aaron stabs this man like 40 times. I love the look on his face when he goes to close the door <laughs> after he kills the first guy and he falls over and the other guy's like, what are you doing? And he's like, <laughs> whoopsie. The facial expressions in some of the scenes. I'm like, my God. Especially on Aaron. He has some of the weirdest facial expressions when he kind of zones out. Yeah. He's, he's got a case of the dead eyes. You know, psychopath. It's totally normal. So after the children are found by the military police regimen, Mikasa was invited to live with Aaron and Grisha. Back in the present, Mikasa slays more Titans and goes to help the other squads evacuate. That's kind of where the, the episode kind of teeters off. Just to catch back up from last week, we're at the point where Aaron's dead, right? I'm trying to piece together my memories here. Yes. We are. Because episode five, Aaron gets eaten by a Titan. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. That's why I was so confused. They really are like blending together at this point. Jesus. You would think we'd remember this after watching it. I don't know how many times. Yeah. Um, Episode seven, Small Blade, The Struggle for Trost, part three. Cornered by the Titans and out of gas, the desperation takes over the scouts. After hearing the news about Armin's squad, Mikasa encourages her mates in order to continue fighting at any cost. And she just gives the most inspirational speech. Yeah, uh, what was it? Uh, Jean was like, you know, I was hoping for something a little bit more inspiring than that. 
what's not expiring about calling everybody a bunch of freaking cowards? And whatever your style is. It worked. Yeah. The the surviving squads unable to reach the inner walls due to their omnidirectional why don't we just say ODM, ODM gear? gear? Yeah. ODM gear. There's just too much. <laughs> too much to come out of the mouth for that. But due to their ODM gear being low in gas, um, they lose their fighting spirit as the nearby supply depot is overrun by Titans and the people working inside of there actually uh, closed up the doors and all kinds of shit too since the, the Titans were in there. So yeah. it's not really looking very good at this point. One guy shot himself in the face. That, that, that was like, was fucking. <sighs> Because yeah. honestly, I was like, oh, who the fuck is this guy? And then, like, he just loads this, like, muzzle or whatever. And was it Potato Girl talk, uh, right beside him? No. It was some other. Some some girl. Some random people. Well, because I was like, I don't think that's going to do very, uh, like, a gun's not going to do very much to a Titan. And then he puts it in his mouth and just fucking blows his brains out. It's like, shit. Yeah, it was very, uh... Like, I was not ready for it. <laughs> <sighs> so, Mikasa seems unfazed after learning from Armin that his entire squad perished, including Aaron. She uh, rallies the others to reclaim the supply depot, inspiring them to join her in the attack. But Mikasa ends up running out of gas midair and falls into an alleyway. Kind of when she gets flying around all crazy stupid like. I love how the music picks up as like she goes off into the distance. And you're just like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Nothing can go wrong. And then her shit, her gas runs out. And I'm like, fuck. And she starts flailing to the ground. Yeah. It's like great. this show has a way of getting you into the story. And then making you feel like there's no way out from here. And then there's just suddenly a way out. But uh, Gene assumes commands, but he loses his nerve when he sees some of his comrades being eaten by the Titans. Like, Gene's really losing it in, in these couple episodes. But um, as a blonde Titan approaches Mikasa, she prepares to attack with her remaining broken blade. But a mysterious Titan appears behind her and brutally kills the blonde Titan, much to her confusion. A mysterious sexy Titan. This scene is so cool because if you watch it frame by frame as he stomps down his leading foot and then uh, gives the right cross to the Titan, as he hits his foot to the ground, it ripples the cobblestone on the ground right next to Mikasa and shoots her into the air in the middle of everything. The whole, sh the whole thing was fucking cool. But we have a disagreement about this scene. Yep. <laughs> because you think that Aaron's Titan scream sounds better in English. Dub. Whatever. I think it sounds better in Japanese. I think it sounds way cooler. See, I was like, and I listened to both multiple times. I don't know why, but I just... I don't like the Japanese I'm, dub growl. And I thought I would because the, the way you had been talking it up for like the past what year or so. And I just yeah. never gotten the chance to, you know, 
listened to I, it yet. I guess I'm just kind of biased because I listened. I watched the whole first three seasons in Japanese, and I even thought their voice voices sounded cooler versus dubbed. So maybe I'm just biased. The the growl from Aaron's Titan and the English dub sounds so cool, and it's got everything to do with like my experience in like recording scream vocals for like like scream like uh hardcore bands and stuff like that because i understand that like the process of what they did they recorded a low like a growl a mid and a high and then mixed them together overlapping them with like um different channels and stuff like that that's what makes my ears go ooh, that sounds cool the japanese version i just just no it just doesn't strike fear into my soul at all but in the english dub it sounds like aaron's about to do a fucking breakdown or some shit i swear to god if he went if he went oh or something like that or (laughs) blah i would freak out (laughs) starts pig squealing yeah anyways we agree to disagree on this. And it's <coughs> yep. just going to have to be that way. Do your thing, chicken wing. Hey, does my mic sound good on your end? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Because I didn't tune it or anything like that. Sticking to my mic. <laughs> Got my, my baby. I'm going to keep giving you a hard time since you felt bad about not getting me one. I tried so hard. I was <laughs> going to drive. You really did. I was going to be on the road for three hours to go get yours. And it just did not work out. Now I get to tease you about it. Armin and Connie show up, shocked to witness the mysterious Titan not only fighting other Titans, but also showing a knowledge of their weak point and using hand-to-hand combat techniques while completely ignoring the humans. That's big. So at this point, they have, like, no idea that... You know, these, what what are they calling these Titans? Abnormals? Abnormals. So, like, to their knowledge, like, they see that there's more kind of going up there in the brain. Like, they have more of a thought process. Like, all of the other Titans are sort of just potatoes, you know, just going blah, 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 just, you know, running around. Just kind of like zombies. They just want to eat people, right? So, mm. this person is not only showing the capability of hand-to-hand combat like he's been trained but also is ignoring humans altogether and is focusing on nothing but killing those titans so they're like what the fuck is going on let's see armin gives mikasa his gas tank and blade so that she can support the others at the supply depot Mikasa, however, refuses to leave him behind and ponders on the mysterious Titan's strange behavior and round buttocks. He's got a nice little Titan butt, and he is ripped. Yeah, he's pretty ripped. Like, flipping ripped. See, I would think the Colossal Titan was a lot more cool if he didn't have such a weirdly shaped body, you know? It's because he's just like, he. it's like he's missing skin. It's just muscle. and. He, joints he's shaped like an overweight freak at walmart or something you know like a weird like when lady I showed him at from walmart. behind yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah when i showed him from behind i was like what the shit is going on it was so weird his butt is literally square yeah it's a little square 
Episode eight. I can hear her. What? I, <laughs> episode eight. I can hear his heartbeat. The struggle for trust, part four. Armin comes up with a risky plan that pits Titan against Titan as the abandoned cadets aim to take back their headquarters. Getting into the building may be possible, but getting out alive and refueled will mean facing more of the giants. So we're really starting to see Armin's strong points, which is definitely his ability for strategy. Especially like last minute. Yeah. Like it's not something pre-planned out. Like he is coming up with this on the spot. He's so freaking smart. He's a scaredy shit, but he's smart. Yeah. And he's always so focused on the fact that he can't fight like Mikasa and he's not as brave as Aaron. But like what he has to keep realizing, or like I mean other people make him realize it. But he is a master tactician, basically. It's like they all bring their different strengths to the table in this one little friend group. Yeah. So like the three of them together is pretty unmatched because like of course you got people like Levi who can, you know, take out, you know, a ton of Titans with just, you know. Yeah. But you know, the three of them together, I mean, just this early too, like we're in the first year of them being out of, you know, cadet school and they're already doing so well. Kick your butt. So, with the supply depot swarming with Titans, Armin has the idea of using the mysterious Titan to defeat them. Mikasa and Connie agree with his plan and defeat the Titans attacking it before rushing to the supply depot. Meanwhile, Jean and the others reach the supply depot despite suffering more casualties on the way with Armin, Mikasa, and Connie arriving soon after that as well. I love when Gene gets in there and he he's asked that guy if they're part of the supply group. He just grabs him and punches him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many little funny things about this season like that. Uh, Armin's plan works, but while the mysterious Titan is able to attract the enemies outside, seven smaller Titans remain in the fuel storage area. With the equipment out of fuel, Armin devises another plan so we're talking back-to-back plans straight on the spot and there's things that like you know and they're you know like they're not by the book it's not something that they're going to learn how to strategize when they're in school either this is like what do we have how many people we got what's the goal all right connect the dots but the survivors draw the titan's attention to a elevator <clears throat> shoot them in the eyes to blind them while seven of them jump from the ceiling to finish them off uh, by cutting the nape of their neps, uh, necks. So those are the, like, the quote-unquote elites out of their group jumping and killing the Titans. But unfortunately, Sasha and Connie fail to kill their targets but are saved by Mikasa and Annie. I love how Sasha starts apologizing <clears throat> to the Titan. Like, that's going to change the fact. It's not going to kill you because you said sorry. Yeah. Mikasa and Annie, man, I wish we could see more of them in the future, but like they're, because they're so badass together. Could you imagine like how unstoppable they would be together? Having successfully 
replenish their fuel. The soldiers prepare to retreat as they see the mysterious Titan defeating all of the other Titans. We're literally about to get to the part we spoiled last week. Titans, um, as they as they're trying to get out, the the mysterious Titan that English. What is that? English. As they see the mysterious Titan defeating all the other Titans before collapsing, they are shocked to watch Aaron emerge from its body. Mikasa reaches Aaron and cries upon confirming that he is still alive, while Armin notices that Aaron's severed leg and arm have regenerated. He's a lizard. My first time watching the show, I was like, what? The fuck just happened? What does this mean? What's funny is when I first watched it, I kind of figured as soon as that type made its appearance, I was like, oh, that's it's probably Aaron because it looks similar. I guessed at least. Let's see, there's nine Titans all together, I guess, like, I want to say at least four or five of them. And then it got to where I was like, I don't know these fucking people. So I don't know who that is. I honestly don't think it looks like Aaron at all. The hair? No. His hair's longer in his Titan form. Yeah, but it's brown. So is literally most of the characters. I mean, but you're not going to kill off the main character at the beginning well, of the thing. What? See, that's what got me. I was no. like, whoa, for sure they're not going to. And then we're episodes, multiple episodes from that yeah. thing happening. And he'd still not shown back up. So, like, it was surprising to me. And on top of that, like, it would have given it away if we were talking about other characters that are abnormals. Yeah. Um, there are two yeah. in particular that I think look very much like their Titan form. But Aaron looks so much cooler as a Titan than he, like, does as a human. They all pretty much do, except for two of them. Two of them look pretty fucking stupid. I hate. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't care. I fucking hate the cart titan. So stupid. The cart titan is pretty um, pretty ugly. I, I don't like the cart titan, and I don't really care for the beast titan, if I'm being honest. I like the beast titan. But imagine drawing the short stick of getting the cart titan. I would just kill myself. Like, yeah. I'm a fucking f- uh, fioleal, basically. That's my job. Let me pull the cart. But at least at least Fila wanted to pull the cart. Ugh. Oh, Fila. Anyways, before I get too hot. Um Episode nine. A miraculous return is met with anger and fear. Cannons are fixed on Aaron as he struggles to remember what happened to him inside the belly of a monster. Um, one question is all that matters. Is Aaron a human or a what are you, human or titan? Well, what happened, Mr. Allmight, sir? <laughs> See, whenever he first started talking, I was like, Vegeta? Because it's the same guy who voices Vegeta also. Yeah. See, I didn't re- realize it when he was like screaming. I was like, oh, it's just some random guy. And then when he talked really low, I was like, oh, I know that voice. And I texted you and I was like, I found Allmight in Attack on Titan. I'm telling you, he's in almost every single anime, especially if it comes through Funimation's doors. He's voicing some character. Small, like, important, it doesn't matter. He's in there somewhere. 
Too bad he had to be ugly in this one. Yeah. But it sounded like if you close your eyes, it seems like he's about to yell at Kakarot or something. Or call himself the Prince of Sands. It's been too long since I've watched Dragon Ball. So I don't remember what his voice sounds like in that. It's something he bitches about often as Vegeta. So, Captain Levi, finally. He's so cool. Finally like shirt, by the way. Word on accident, but it's uh, it fits in with what we're talking about. I should have worn mine. Captain You're Levi welcome. is obviously both of our favorites of the whole show. Um, Captain Levi of the Scout Regiment. For, for anybody who doesn't know, he is the badass of the show. His squad successfully retakes a town from the Titans until they are called to an emergency at Trost District as the Titans have invaded the city. So they're being asked to come back to Tross for the same reason why in the previous episodes, Mikasa and Aaron and Armin were um, in the Tross district. Same thing. So they're being called back to help uh, or to aid them. <clears throat> when Aaron was eaten and swallowed by the bearded Titan, he found himself in its stomach along with the bodies of its victims. His rage at the Titans caused him to burst out of the bearded Titan's stomach by transforming him to the mysterious Titan and going on a rampage against them. This whole scene with him bursting out of that Titan was pretty fucking kick-ass. It was weird showing him back in the Titan's belly, and he's just mm-hmm. standing there alone and like, what the hell's going on? And then he sees that other girl, and she's like, I gotta get home. I gotta get back to my mom. I'm like, oh my God. Well, his mom's dead. Yeah, it's, it's super weird. <laughs> and then she just... Sinks into the stomach acid. Mm hmm. That Titan, knowing what we know now, almost had a very good day. You know what I'm saying? If Aaron would have not, if Aaron would have admitted defeat in that scenario and, and died. Oh, technically, shit, yeah. the bearded okay. Titan would have been a very important moving on. I was so confused. I was like, wow. I'm trying to hint without. Destroying. I got it. I got it. I'm just a little slow. Although Aaron's comrades saw him emerge from the mysterious Titan, they all agreed to keep it a secret and bring him back inside Walrose. However, Kits, the guy that we were talking about that's voiced by uh, All Might, uh, the same guy who does All Might and Vegeta, Piccolo, etc., etc., also witnessed this and has his men aim their weapons at Aaron. Armin and Mikasa tried to uh, defend Aaron, but to no avail. So these people are fucking scared. They just saw Aaron come out of this Titan, or he was a Titan and then now back a human. So they're, you know, rightfully freaked the fuck out. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Nobody knows. So as Kits fearfully... he. He orders the cannons to fire on the three of them. Aaron recalls hazy memories of his father giving him an injection. What a time to have a fucking lucid acid trip. But uh, telling him to reclaim Wal Maria and go to their home basement with his key. So in order to protect Mikasa and Armin from the cannons, Aaron partially transforms himself into the Titan, sheltering them inside of his ribs. Episode 10. Is this me or you? Uh, it's you. Me. Okay. Episode 10, Response, The Struggle for Trust, Part 6. 
No, we're not done with trust yet. Cadets. Hey, by the way, I was pronouncing Shiganchina correctly. I realized that when I saw one of the episodes. I was like, look at him. He had it right. I can Japanese sometimes. Cadets react to Aaron's transformation with doubt and fear. As he struggles to understand himself, Armin can't talk to the commander into using Aaron's newfound powers for the good of the humanity. All hope of stopping the Titans may be lost. You know, it seems like most countries have the natural reaction to a new technology to cool, but can we weaponize it kind of thing. I was kind of surprised that they just immediately wanted to kill him. Kind of felt like a Salem witch trial or something like that. Well, I mean, they wouldn't know if he could like go rogue and kill them all. So it kind of makes sense. Just like, you know, burning yeah. women that you assume are witches. But joke's on y'all. We came back anyway. <laughs> Aaron climbs out of the partially transformed Titan, telling Mikasa and Armin about the basement in his uh, former house. He believes that it holds the secret to mankind's preservation and the key to destroying the Titans. This whole episode, I was like, why the fuck are you guys talking so much? Get out of there. They have cannons pointed at them, and they're reloading the cannons, fully intending to shoot them again, or shoot at them again. And these fuckers are sitting there having daydreams, conversations, counters with each other. It's like, shut up and move. (laughs) But uh, Kits once again orders the cannon to be loaded out of fear, obviously. Chicken shit. You should see this dude's eyes. If you haven't actually watched the episode, his eyes are dead as shit. I wish I could make those expressions. It's like a world of, like, a life full of stress does that to your eyes or something. <laughs> or if you've seen what he's seen. So Aaron comes up with two plans of escape. The first is for Aaron to retreat as a Titan and criminalize himself in the eyes of humanity. And the second is for Armin to convince uh, Kits that Aaron is an asset rather than a danger to humanity. (laughs) (laughs) Ass. Nice. Armin comes to the conclusion that he can still defend his friends despite his cowardice deciding to try and talk their way out of being executed. But unfortunately, Kits uh, gives the order to fire once more. And thankfully, the order is halted when Commander Dot picks us. He's, he's cool. He's a cool dude. I like him. He is. And his men intervene, sparing their lives. Pixis is super cool. He's just misunderstood. Not really. He's just a bad He doesn't ass. give a shit what people Mm-mm. understand about him. Mm-mm. But in return, Pixis asks Aaron if he will transform himself back into a Titan so that he can help uh, seal up the gap in Walrose to prevent more Titans from getting in. And Aaron agrees to do so. And that is where we're going to end that episode. And that's going to end this week's episode of Anime Autopsy. Follow me on Twitch. That's where we do all of our uh, live recording sessions where you can jump into chats. 
and have conversations with us as we record. Uh, that is twitch.tv forward slash the Romeo Stone. While you're at it, we're going to be going live on YouTube to do these live recording sessions. Also, we might shift permanently to YouTube. Who knows? But uh, we've got a YouTube setup. We'll have links below for you to click on to get there. Subscribe, hit that bell notification on both of those platforms, and you'll know when we go live. Uh, join our Facebook group. Always funny memes going on there. And follow us on TikTok and Instagram if you prefer those platforms as well and take a, a second to leave us a five-star review on spotify or whatever platform you're using to listen to us on and leave us a voicemail or send us an email everything is in description below and as always our logo was made by blue room media for all art inquiries hit them up ask our brandon and tell them that we sent you